You're listening to a podcast, Yelly Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I am Sandra Rivera. And I'm Alexi Castro. So I think it's pretty cool that this is the first time that the three of us have been together. So I figured we could have some conversations about the family that we are. In other words, how we do things. Because a lot of listeners have heard about uh, my relationship with you, Sandra. They know about my relationship with La Doctora. And they've heard about our relationship uh, when I've had conversations with Alexi. But now that we're all together, uh, let's have a little discussion about what makes our family tick. All right, let's do it. So we've been divorced for about 10 years. Yes. Uh, but we've been out of love for about 12 years. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little unfair. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Like I look at your face and I just, you know, I go for the joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. because I know that I can catch you off guard. So seriously, 12 years or 11? Okay. <laughs> or what was it, 10? Right? When the judge signed the order. Okay. Yeah, So we'll go with that. Got it. All right. So he was what, about two? When we divorced, yes. But we got separated. Well, no, when we divorced, he was four. Four, right. But we separated when he was about two. About two, yes. So we definitely made a commitment to be friends. Yes. Because we knew that we were going to need each other's help uh, if we were going to raise a healthy, happy kid. That's right. We made that decision together to co-parent, but just... To go beyond co-parenting and maintain that friendship. I mean, people can co-parent, but it doesn't mean that they're necessarily friends. We felt that that was a critical component of the co-parenting. So what does a divorce mean to you? Well, I mean, it's definitely like the separation of like two partners. But when it comes like in terms with me, I mean, I don't really see a difference really because I don't, there's no big difference. You come over to the house, there's no tension. So it's like kind of hard for me to like, depict what a real divorce would be like, but I know people who have gone through the typical divorce. So what does tension look like? Like if there were to be tension, what do you think that would look like? I would think it would look like uh, the parents like kind of staying away from each other. And if they were together, they would get in some arguments and, you know, just not coping well with each other and just wanting to stay away from each other. We definitely had our moments like that, but, um, (laughs) but, but he was young. Right? Yes, he was young. And unaware. That's right. But we definitely made it a point to never argue in front of him. Yeah, in the beginning, it was, uh, as could be expected, um, it was full of tension and uh, that that tugging back and forth of, you know, how are we going to be with each other? How are we going to coexist? Um, But as the feeling subsided, the hurt, anger, whatever that goes along with the divorce is one that uh, passed. Uh, It allowed us to really focus on building the relationship and allowing Alexi to see a positive uh, home environment. What a monologue. I mean, that was pretty nice. See, that's why I don't even need to be at the house because I got my son already making fun of you. See how he he picks up where I left off. Um, You know, one of my biggest pet peeves. Uh, has always been that people would see Alexi as the product of a broken home, right? Because people associate a divorced home uh, as being synonymous with a broken home. And that to me, I've always been very defensive about because I, I think we go through great lengths to make sure that he doesn't feel like he comes from a broken home. I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't like say, mm, are you sure about that? There's just, I don't got anything. What? I don't know what I just said. (laughs) I don't think he expected you to put the mic on him for that one. (laughs) 
Lex, do you feel like you come from a broken home? Not at all. I mean, not one bit. I feel like I came from a broken home. I don't fit that description of what a broken home would feel like. I don't No way. So describe your mom and dad's relationship. Best friends. There's no tension, like something that can make them hate each other or dislike each other. And then there's no romantic love, which can make them fall in love, which would be, you know, kind of strange if they did. So, yeah. See how his voice cracked at the end there? It's like like he went back to being six. All right. So can we talk about the origin of his name, Mom? Alexi. So I, in my show, Made in Puerto Rico, I talk about how initially I wanted him to be named Roberto Clemente. Like I wanted that to be his whole first name because I I feel like you can't get more Puerto Rican than that. And then you throw the middle name Coqui, you know, that's game over, right? Because I always got the whole Castro, right? Oh, you Cuban? Oh, is your uncle Fidel? Uh, Right? Mm -hmm. So I figured Roberto Clemente Coqui Castro, there's no question, right? There was always a question about that. What? Actually, there was no question. That that was not going to be his name. I was not going to name my son Roberto Clemente Coqui Castro. Okay, so you wanted him to have more of like an American kind of sounding name, right? I don't remember that being the case. I remember wanting him to have a unique name, not so unique that people wouldn't know how to spell it or pronounce it, but something different. Yeah, exactly. You didn't want Elisardi. No. By the way, did you know that that was Abuelita Nati's like wish? She really, really wanted us to name Alexi Elisardi because, as you know, she thought of that name. She gave that name to my father. My father gave it to me, and she like really, really wanted it, and it made her sad. So I said, "It's Sandra's fault." I see. Now I know you're making this up. No, I'm the first part. I'm not making up. The second part, I definitely am making up. But the first part, no, she really wanted him to have the name. And it was hard to tell her that it was like, ah, it just doesn't really work, you know, outside of Puerto Rico. You know what I mean? Like, it's a tough, tough name. I mean, I, I'm all about the uniqueness, but I'm not all about, the, you know, the bullying that comes with it. Right, my first name is Elizardi. <laughs> See what I mean? I mean, if somebody doesn't speak Spanish, that's like a whole sentence. Right? Elizardi. I like Gabriel. Gabriel. You know that this is the first time I'm hearing this? No, it's not. We never had a discussion about our son being named Gabriel. I've always liked that name. No, no. I, I would have said no because that's the angel's name. Why would I want my son <laughs> being named after the angel? Isn't that Angel Gabriel? The yeah. angel that came down? Yeah. The Archangel Gabriel is known as the Lord's Messenger. The name Gabriel means man of God or emissary of God. The angel Gabriel is certainly one of the most well-known angelic figures. I thought you wanted original, unique. I didn't say original. I said I wanted something that you don't hear a lot of people have that same name. I wasn't trying to make up a name from the syllables of our names or the syllables of distant relatives. What's wrong with Sandrelli? I don't think I have to answer that. What's wrong with Sandrelli? Yo, Sandrelli. Why don't you ask your son? Would he want to be called Sandrelli? The answer is no. The angel Gabriel from heaven came. I remember looking at derivatives of my name, and I saw that Alexander was a derivative, but he we knew Alexander. How is Alexander a derivative of Sandra? Because it comes from Alexandra. Alexander, Sandra Damn is it. a deriv- derivative of Alexandra. Wow. Okay. And his name 
also means helper of mankind. And I liked that definition. So Alexi comes from Alexandra, basically. Alexandra, Alexander, yes. Which comes from Sandra. Sandra comes from Alexandra. Right. And the fact that E-L-I, Ellie, is in the name Alexi, you're telling me is a pure coincidence? Watch yourself right now. (laughs) I need you to please think this answer over. I need you to at least put some thought into it. See, you're dying to answer it with some sarcastic, you know, whatever little attitude answer. But please. Sure. I'm sure when we looked at the possible names, we noticed the E-L-I in there. I'm like, that's perfect. Oh, thank God you didn't say Mm -hmm. that's cute. You know, you'll like this. Yeah, Alexi. Although his name is basically based on your name. Yes. I did not know any of this. (laughs) Or I feel like I would have objected 13 years ago. I feel like I would have had a a better argument than just being like, Alexi, because I believe you, you brought Alexi to me and said, hey, look, Ellie is in it. So he's not named Ellie or Elisardi, but Ellie is in. It's in there somewhere. That sounds you... like something I would do, yes. And then I was like, sure, that sounds good. And then I walked away going, huh? I don't know. Maybe I should have been more involved in <laughs> name selection. <laughs> so you obviously gave me the name Alexi to avoid bullying or like mispronunciation. No, even though Alexi is a very simple name to read and say, it still gets mispronounced a lot. Like some people at school call me, ah, Alexis, uh, come here, come here. Yeah, Alexis is definitely a popular uh, name. Also, uh, this was the first time I got it. I was on my PE class and she was like going through the role. And then she was like, uh, Kevin, uh, Nick, Alexa. Alexa. That's nice. <laughs> and I was like right next to my friend. I'm like, did you just hear her? You should have responded with, how may I help you? I know. I didn't even respond to that. I was like, I'm not going to respond to you. If you call me Alexa and you ignore that whole other I and replace it with another vowel, I ain't respecting that. Yeah. Alexa is absent today. Yeah. <laughs> Try again tomorrow. All right, mom. So since we're celebrating Mother's Day this week, I thought it was fitting that the boy ask you some questions to celebrate your motherhood. All right. Sounds good. So mom, what's the best part about being a mother? I would say the best part would be kind of seeing you experience new things, living life, um, your accomplishments, your reaching your goals, watching that, witnessing that, um, because I feel like they're my accomplishments as well. Oh, so now you're taking like, now you're taking my accomplishments. Yeah. No, no, no. I just, I feel so good looking at you reach your goals and and meet those accomplishments. So they're yours. They are mine. (laughs) I thought you were going to say watching you grow up to be just like your father. I thought that just seeing you mature and develop into the man that your father is. I'm going to go with my original answer. Yeah, taking my achievements from me. <laughs> so what's been the toughest part about being a mother? I think the toughest part is constantly wearing your emotions on your sleeve. You wor- I worry when you leave. I worry when you're at school. I worry when you're not with me. Um, it's It's that feeling of not being able to protect you from everything in the world yes that is a (laughs) (laughs) yes that is um hmm that is a great answer mom because i have no response says the 13 year old in what ways am i most like you i think you have a big heart for serving others for helping people your compassion um your heart really Yeah, I think you hit it straight on the target. Mm -hmm. No, because that implies that what? That I am the opposite? I have a big heart. I'm very kind. 
I serve people. Big compared to what? Okay. Is that all, mom? Is that how he most resembles you? Because he's loving? Can we move on? Let's move on. Now, in what ways am I most like dad? You love to entertain. Uh, you are really confident in your own skin. Um, you do not get embarrassed easily. Um, you just, you like to um showcase your personality indeed which is why i'm an extrovert that's right and he's loving and he has a, <laughs> a big heart Go we on. all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses i don't i don't like the fact that you're implying that i have like a weak heart <laughs> did not imply that i'm saying that is one of my stronger characters and it's one of your weakest characters <laughs> i'd be tender i'd be gentle and awful sentimental regarding love and art I'd be friends with the sparrows and the boy that shoots the arrows if I only had a heart What have you learned from raising me? I think um, the biggest lesson I've learned is that um, ultimately you and I would imagine any child responds to is just an abundance of love and um, I see that in the fact that you are affectionate with me. Um, you know, you're happy when I put my arm around you. You're happy when I kiss you. And I think you are a strong, confident, self-secured um, person because you are so loved. Indeed. And that's why I have the best parents ever. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> Now, what do you remember most about the day I was born? How happy I was to have you out of me. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's not like nice. That's more of like an insult. Like you were a pain. The I big... was in pain. No, like you're saying I was the pain. Like I'm so happy you were out of me. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's pretty accurate. No, I remember a sense, uh, an overwhelming sense of relief that you were finally here, that I could hold you, that I could lay my eyes on you, and an overwhelming um, panic about, I've got this human being that I've got to raise and teach. And it was just all the things that you, you want to make sure that you teach your child and you want them to grow up to be a certain person. And all of that just comes flooding uh, at you all at once in that tiny little moment. I remember you and a bag of snacks and chocolate and pretzels and a big thing of coke and all you wanted to do was eat your snacks and drink your coke and you were like i'm good okay i had just pushed a human being out of my body so forgive me for wanting a little snack no not a little snack a meal <laughs> a meal of snacks it was like can we hug no don't hug don't touch me don't cuddle i just want to cuddle with my snacks and my coke <laughs> So since we not only celebrated Mother's Day, but we also celebrated Ellie's 48th birthday. Unnecessary. <laughs> totally necessary. I figured maybe Alexi could ask you some questions as well. All right. So if you could pick a new first name, what would it be? <laughs> what are you saying is wrong with Ellie Sardi? Mm -hmm. uh, a, a new first name. I would probably pick... Uh, 
<laughs> Something simple like Joe. <laughs> Joe? Know? Yeah, because you can't mess Joe up. Well, yeah, because then you go to Puerto Rico and they'll be like, Joe. ¿Quién es Joe? I don't know, man. Uh, hmm. Marky Mark? No. <laughs> uh, um, Jeffrey? Jeff. Um, Steven? <laughs> I don't know, man. You're so bad at this. Yes, at reinventing uh, myself and giving myself a new identity. Yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm guilty. I wasn't prepared to, to run away and give myself a new name. Um, I would probably go with Ellie, but I would have it like spelled in a way that would never be pronounced Eli or Ely. So what would that spelling be? It would be E-L-I-H. Ellie. Yes, that isn't confusing at all. Okay. <laughs> This is not about you right now, Sandra. Okay? It's about me. <laughs> Moving on. E-L-L-I-E-H. Ellie. So, Dad, if you were wrongfully put into an, an insane asylum, how would you convince them that you're actually sane and not just pretending to be sane? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Good luck. I would, um, I would start giving them directions in Spanish. And I, I do like a part of my show. I would do a part of my stand-up routine. And I'd be like, would anybody insane be this funny? <laughs> and then I'd look around and see all the other all the other patients being really funny. And I'd be like, okay, maybe insanity is a part of my humor. And then they'd be like, I'm in Dito. He thinks he's on stage right now. Yeah. It's okay. Humor him. Just laugh. Just laugh. Oh, he's reliving his old days. And I'd be like, oh my God, I don't think I'm ever going to get out of here. So what would be the creepiest thing you could say to a stranger while passing them on the street? I bet you if I licked you, you'd taste delicious. Yeah. That's yeah. disturbing. That's yeah. really disturbing. Well, hold on. I mean, you go from creepy to disturbing. I mean, what is it? That's a thin line between creepiness and and being disturbing but that would be very creepy because that would go <laughs> that would go straight to you know the handcuffs cops. yeah handcuffs <laughs> yeah. and a night in jail if you were arrested with no explanation what would your friends and family assume you had done that i told a stranger something really creepy on the street if i licked you you would taste delicious the, yeah they were like did he say the whole licking thing tasting delicious because that's what he's been saying yeah um got into a fight I could see that. Yeah. What? I could. You are slightly confrontational. Okay. <laughs> that, I don't need my ex-wife uh, commenting on these answers. This is strictly between my son and I. But yes, probably somebody says something stupid, all right, or insulting to me or something about you. And I probably had a tough time um, answering them back. Uh, and I probably just answered in a physical way. Yeah. But I keep that little monster locked away. Do you? I mean, yes. sometimes you let it out to play. Sometimes I let it out to, you know, say hello. <laughs> Boy, nobody can get angry like my old buddy Bert gets angry. Huh. You, you, are, <laughs> you are so good at being angry, Bert. Yeah? What sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? I got it. What? I got it. I got it. I got it. Curling. The winter sport. <laughs> you know, with the, with the brooms. With the brooms and the Oh, my God. If they're, like, inebriated, it would be like it'd be a contact sport because there's no way with shoes on ice with alcohol involved, uh, you're not staying on your feet. 
that's must-see TV right there. Yes. Because they're going to be colliding with each other. They're going to be hitting their faces. It's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. It'll be worth watching. Even more captivating than without alcohol. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I'd definitely say boxing. If like someone was drunk boxing. Yes. Yeah. Drunk boxing. <laughs> like tripping be, over each other. That would be great because I would not want to be the ref inside the ring because if the if both boxers are drunk, uh, they're all getting hit. Oh, yeah. Ref included. Round one. Fight. All right. So it's only fair, mom, if the boy got to ask us questions that we get to ask him some questions. So how about this? Alexi, if you made a cave in the woods... What would be inside it? Uh, I'd definitely be Woody and Buzz because I would be put into an insane asylum if I didn't have them because I go insane without them. That's the only thing I need. No food, no water. I just need something to keep my mind from going into mental madness. All right, you do understand that your mind would eventually stop working because uh, you'd have no nutrition, no liquids, no nothing. At least I had a fun time while it lasted. Okay, so you're just looking to die in a fun way. Yeah. Seize the day. Okay, we mentioned uh, names before, but if you had to give your mom and dad new names, okay, what would they be, Mr. Creativity? What would Woody and Buzz inspire you to name us? All right, I'd say, Dad, you would be named, ah, you look like a Nathan. We're going to call you Nathan. Stop right now. Stop. I, I'm a Nathan. Yeah. Really? They're going to call me Nate? Do I look like a Nate? Look at me. To me. Huh? Does a Nathan speak Spanish así? Mira, soy Natan. Natan? Really? Okay. Your name is El Lucio. El Lucio. What about mom? Well, now with your new hairstyle, you kind of look like a Mia. A uh, Mia. That's Mia. what I'm going to go with that. Because mom straightened her hair out. She put some blonde highlights. Yeah, I see it. I see Mia in it. So a little Italian. A little Italian, yeah. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. All right, how about this one? If you were a chef and you could open your own restaurant, what would that be like? No, better yet, let's make pretend mom and I are walking into a restaurant inspired by Alexi's eating habits. Can we do that? All right, here we go. Sounds like a lot of fun. Here we go. Wow, look at this. Uh, a lot of tables and no chairs. That's kind of weird. I think I heard that they don't actually want you to sit down. You're just supposed to walk and mill around as you periodically come back to your plate and eat something. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Like kind of eat and walk, eat and walk. Right, right. Keep it moving. Keep it digesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just thought that was only Alexi. Okay, but that's a, that's a thing. That's well, a trend. Yeah, it's his restaurant, so... Oh my God, look at all the TVs have YouTube and TikTok videos. A that's... lot of people screaming right now. Wow, that's what you're supposed to watch while you eat? Apparently it sets the mood. This feels chaotic. It is chaotic. Okay, yeah. all right. No waiters walking around, nobody seating us. I guess we just stand on this table here. Yeah, this table looks good. Okay, looks we're just going to stand here. Oh, uh, menus here. Here, have one there. All right, let me see. What okay, here? menus. All right. 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 Kind of skimpy. One page. Okay. Kind of skimpy. Right. Appetizers. What do you got there? Because maybe mine's different. What's your safe appetizer? I have a bag of chips. A bag of chips. Yeah. Let's see. Yep, bag of chips. Plain, too. That's odd. Yeah, yeah. Plain. Usually, you get, like, barbecue no it's really just meant to 
fill the void while you're waiting for the meal to come out. All right. Well, maybe it gets better. What's the uh, what you got for entree? Because I I only got like three items. You got any more on that one? Oh no no I've got chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. Oh spaghetti. Yeah and pizza. Really? Right. Yeah. That's it. It doesn't feel very original to me. No, it feels like I'm at Chuck E. Cheese. Wow, that's it. Just this is it. Just spaghetti, pizza, that's and chicken tender. Maybe oh. they've really perfected it. I don't know. Oh, what's this asterisk? No sauce. Oh yeah, yeah. Alexi, what's that about? I've heard Alexi does not consume any sauce of any kind whatsoever. Yeah, I get that, but he expects his customers to feel the exact same way. Well, it is his restaurant, and he is showing us his culinary experience. Oh, look, even on the table, there's a sign on the table that says, don't even ask for sauce because we ain't got any. What? Yeah, he, uh, he has a very visceral reaction to sauce. So my fries, my chicken tenders, my nuggets, mm-hmm. nothing? Mm-hmm. Dry? Dry, dry food. Okay, what mm-hmm. about drinks? I know he's got to have a wide selection of drinks. Well, oh, well, I mean, this is a nice surprise. He uh, likes Malta. Oh, nice. Okay, mm-hmm. so I got Malta and I got Fanta. Mm-hmm. Orange Fanta. That's mm-hmm. it? You got two choices? Uh, looks like we have some orange pineapple juice. So okay. pretty much anything laden with extreme numbers of sugars. Oh, my God. All right. Well, you know, we can get through this. We can eat the bag of chips. We can eat the pizza, okay, with the orange Fanta. What's for dessert, Mom? Because you got the dessert menu on that side. What is it? Here it says I could have a box of Nilla wafers. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there anything else on the dessert menu? Are you a fan of Skittles? You can get a family-sized bag of Skittles. That's it? That's the dessert? Nilla wafers or Skittles? I don't think they really even serve it. They just kind of open the box up for you. Oh, like where other people have reached in and gotten yeah, Skittles, yeah. like a like a community bowl kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my god! But people... at least they provide you with a chip clip, so you're at least oh. can be considerate enough to close it with a chip clip. Oh, that's nice, and then mm-hmm. share it with the next table. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, here comes the waiter now. Welcome to Alexi's. Can I take your order? Uh, sure. Yeah, question. Uh, is this menu for real? Uh, yeah. This is definitely for real. This is the only menu we have. I don't know what you want. Okay, um, I I guess the closest thing I can get to a meal is spaghetti? Yeah, uh, I'll have some, um, chicken tenders. Uh, can I, can I get some barbecue sauce from my house and bring it over at least? Oh, God, no. The smell is just, oh, it fills this room and, you know, we're very sensitive to that smell. Oh, right. The smell. (laughs) Okay. Right. (laughs) It's the smell of barbecue sauce (laughs) that you find offensive. Um, We're just going to take a couple of uh, pizzas and a spaghetti to go so that we can go back to the house and make it into a proper meal. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, I'll be right out with your meal. Because you know they're just going to put it in the microwave. I mean, because I'm pretty sure that's the extent of the culinary experience happening back there. Yeah, and and let's just hope it's not two or three days old. (laughs) Which it probably is. (laughs) Uh, How much is the total for the spaghetti and the two slices of pizza? Uh, About 30 bucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. $30 for a plate of spaghetti and two slices of pizza. Um, you can count us out. I don't think we're going to be returning here anytime soon. Arrivederci. 
And that was a podcast, Yelly Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I am Sandra Rivera. And I'm Alexi Castro. For more information on my shows, mi gente, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Bye. Make grilled cheeses with waffle irons. Notice how that wasn't in the menu, though, right? That's like his own private menu, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> it's only for the elite. It's only for like the chef and his, and his cooks in the kitchen. The rest of us have to eat the spaghetti, the pizza, and the chicken tenders. Bone dry, no sauce added. Look, I don't know what you're complaining about here. I mean, that was elegant right there. Someone say something. <laughs> oh, I may be presuming that I could be kind of human. I'd be friends with the sparrows and the boy that shoots the arrows. You could stay young and chipper. And I'd lock it with a zipper if I only... If you only... If you only... Had a heart.